Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's 534. Something from Led Zeppelin, Rock 102. Never heard of it before. I think that was Black Dog. Was it? I believe so. No, it felt like more like in my time of dying. Anyway, yeah. Steve, welcome back. Hey! So glad there. you're here. You. Dave, have you met Steve? <laughs> nice to meet you, Steve. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we'll hear all about uh, your vacation, I guess, today, huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. I want to hear all about Dash's wedding. My entire vacation relied on the fact of what happened at right. Dash's wedding. All right, we'll exchange stories all on right. that. Also, a day today, as I'm looking at the National Days list here, a day that O.J. Simpson does not believe in. It's National DNA Day today. Ooh, DNA. Oh, he believes in it. There's a, it doesn't apply to him. There's actually a couple interesting details about National DNA Day. Also, also yeah. uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us today. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of bad DNA, Scott Cohen. And speaking of interesting. Yeah. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Oh, well, wait, 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 are we talking about the same guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 535 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done. With Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 553 and the police in Rock 102. What do you think they're trying to say there? Uh, I think you're trying to say uh, buy this record mm-hmm. because we need the cash. Okay. I think that's what they meant. I'll buy say. that. Hey, uh, mid-60s for today, 50s the rest of the week. Sunshine pretty much all week. There's like 0% chance of rain or almost 0%. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Hey. hey. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Ready? Oh, yeah. Right. Go ahead. Ah, there we go. Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Have you been watching any of this Johnny Depp uh, Amber Heard trial? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I I like the way uh, Johnny handles himself on the stand. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just being snarky right back to that uh, her defense lawyer or her whatever. Oh, yeah. He's a good dude. He really is. He's like, uh, he's a cool cat. Yeah, she's messed up. He's messed up, too. She's just more messed up. Uh, last week in the Depp Heard trial, Amber's attorney claimed that Amber carried a concealer palette from Milani Cosmetics during the entire relationship to cover bruises Johnny caused. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Milani Cosmetics has entered the chat to call Amber out. They posted a TikTok from their headquarters and said, quote, You asked us, let the record show, that our correcting kit launched in 2017. The video shows a catalog with the release date while the song International Super Spy from the cartoon The Backyardigans is played in the background. I don't know what any of that is. You know what The Backyardigans is? No, no. I've never seen it. Dude, you are... Uh, what is it? Well, it's a wonderful cartoon series for the kids. Oh, really? No, it's what? Tar- terrible. <laughs> well, but, uh, is it a cartoon series, though? Yeah, no, it is, but it's yeah. a terrible one. Anyway, Johnny and Amber's relationship ended in 2016, so there is no way Amber was carrying around this drugstore makeup palette unless she's some sort of time traveler. Isn't that amazing? A, a huh. cosmetics company calls you out in the middle of your domestic yeah. abuse Well, and imagine the uh, press they're getting off of this, too, yeah. right? I mean, absolutely. Sales skyrocketing, probably, what? for that product. And imagine the narcissistic woman gaslighting her husband and everybody else around her. That would never happen in no, real life. No, would not. Not a chance. <laughs> I wonder if uh, no way. I wonder if Reese Witherspoon is representing uh, the case here. I don't know. I Ooh, believe she's got a lot of. Didn't degree. come out until last spring. Steve, you missed some of the audio we had fun with last week. Here's a clip from Johnny Depp on the stand. I 
I am not some maniac who needs to be high or loaded all the time. There you go. Yeah, he does. He's not a maniac. I am not an animal. <laughs> I am a human being. I don't know. I saw some of the video that she was using against him, and then she's like laughing on the video. Yeah. Like, this is the video that I'm trying to get him with. Yeah, but, of course, you could also make the argument that the reason why he's smashing cabinets is because you've pushed him to his very limits. Mm-hmm. And now he knows you're recording him. Yes. That that always doesn't end well, either, when you realize somebody's recording all of your, your incidents. No, no, you're better off and it, not recording. And it sounds like somebody told her, hey, you know what? You should start recording all this stuff, because one day you're going to uh, sue him for some money. Start documenting now. <laughs> so much gaslighting. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Eversource is involved somehow in uh, providing all that extra gas. <laughs> in related news, Ireland Baldwin has joined team hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. She posted on her Instagram story, quote, I know women who are exactly like this. They are manipulative and cold mm-hmm. and use their very womanhood to play victim. Ha! We live in a society where it's cool to say all men are the worst. Men can experience abuse, too, and this is absolute disaster of a human being. Amber Heard is a terrible person, and I hope Johnny gets his reputation and his life back. Wow. Pretty powerful. Uh, there's also been TikToks going viral that recap moments of Johnny being questioned by Amber's lawyer. You kind of can't help but laugh at some of the nonsense Johnny had to sit through. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he would say to this guy... Uh, you, I believe I already said this is my signature for the third time. You know, the guy keeps saying, is this your signature? Is this your signature? I already said I was. That is my signature. She's trying to get him to break. That's what it is. They're trying to see if he can have an outburst in the middle of the courtroom. He's an actor. He does not break character. He's an actor. He can break. He can easily break. Uh, Will Smith is in India. There's no official uh, word on the reason for his trip, but sources say he's there to meet with the spiritual leader named Sadukukuru. Will and his family... uh, Isn't that a math puzzle? It is, yes. (laughs) Yes. Will and his family spent time with this guy back in 2020 in Los Angeles. Uh, Will flew to Mumbai on Saturday, and the paparazzi were waiting for him. He was all smiles and even posted for selfies with people. Well, thank Uh God he's not there to give an Oscar-winning performance. Well, he's no longer allowed to participate in the I know, but he could still... I mean, he can't participate, but it would be terrible if he had to give an Oscar, you know, caliber performance. He just can't go to the ceremony. He's allowed to win another Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, see, he just that, can't accept it. That's not really a punishment. No. Oh, I'm sorry. We're saving you from having to sit here through six hours of uh, boring people walking up and down the red carpet. Can you imagine how great it would be if Chris Rock accepted the award on his behalf? Oh, that would be awesome. That would be terrific. And then uh, someone slaps the Oscar right out of his hands. Oh, uh, see, I think you should write next year's Oscars. I think you'd bring I'd it. I'd really rather not. Well, that's what it's all about. It's all about the ratings. Maybe uh, Will fled to escape Chris Rock's mother. Chris Rock, Rock's mother, Rose, who spoke about the Oscar slap uh, in South Carolina on Friday. She said, quote, when Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us, but he really slapped me. When you hurt my child, you hurt me. Mm-hmm. Asked what she would say to Will, she replied, quote, What in the world were you thinking? She said she was really proud of Chris for the way, uh, Chris, for the way he handled the slap, and uh, she thinks that Will should have lost the Oscar. I think so, too. I think he should really? have been kicked out of the building by security. That's yeah. what I think. 
I don't even think he should have been allowed to receive that. Maybe, okay, fine. Maybe you don't have enough time to take it away at that moment, but he shouldn't have been able to go up on stage and get it. Send it to him. If you were at a sporting event and you inappropriately jumped into the field of play, security would escort you right outside the facility. Not so unlike what Will Smith did. He got out of his seat and into the field of play. Should have they should have booted him. Out. You're out. You're banned. Banned for life. That's it. Actor Steven Root said it doesn't matter what work he does, Hollywood only recognizes him for being Milton in office space. He said he's given boxes of staplers to sign for crew members wherever he works. <laughs> I, I hope uh, Swingline is uh, providing those staplers. That would be a great marketing thing on their thing. Hey, here, you give these out to all the people that reference your staplers. I believe you stole my stapler. Yeah. It's, that that was the way the uh, the old superintendent <laughs> at uh, Gateway Regional High School sounded when you when he called in the morning yeah. for the school kids. Good morning, Gateway families. <laughs> There's gonna be a delay today in school. And now we have uh, we have L from Legally Blonde. Yeah, that's like, right. Oh my God! Good morning, Gateway families. <laughs> It's going to be a snow day. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The artists of Indian Orchard Mills invite you to an open studios art show and sale April 30th and May 1st. Toward the studios of over 30 artists and businesses. Enjoy food trucks, local breweries, and much more. $3 suggested donation. Children welcome April 30th and May 1st at Indian Orchard Mills. following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.03 on Rock 102, mid-60s for today, 50s the rest of the week, sunshine all week long. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102, starting with baseball. Red Sox lost their series to the Tampa Bay Rays. 5-2 victory for the Rays yesterday. Now the Sox head up north to Toronto with a few unvaccinated players unavailable to the Red Sox. Of course, you got to be vaccinated north of the border there in Canada. They're cracking down on COVID. Yesterday at Yankee Stadium, New York over Cleveland 10-2. to The Yankees had to increase security in the stands yesterday, just a day after fans threw bottles, cans, and other debris at Cleveland Guardians outfielders following a walk-off victory. The bleacher creatures... Greeting Guardians center fielder Miles Straw with chance of crybaby yesterday after Straw had called Yankees fans, quote, the worst fan base on the planet. Hard to argue with that. Right. And Steve's not even here to defend his favorite team, but we can talk about it with him a little bit later on. I said, I'll say it right to his face. As everyone knows, the Yankees fans aren't the worst fan base on the planet. Philadelphia fans are the worst fan base on the planet. Hockey, the T-Birds into the postseason in style. Yesterday, in the final game of the regular season, they beat Providence 4-0. Tommy Cross, our buddy, had two assists in that game for the Springfield Thunderbirds. In the NHL, the Bruins over Montreal 5-3. Patrice Bergeron had two goals for the Bees in that game. And in basketball, while the Celtics could finish off Brooklyn with a four-zip sweep tonight, last night, Milwaukee, Miami, and Golden State all went up 3-1 in their NBA playoff series, while New Orleans tied up Phoenix 2-2, out shooting the Suns at the free throw line 42-15. And TNT's NBA coverage featuring some racy language from Charles Barkley. It sounded sexy, but it really wasn't. He just banging and banging and banging. When a guy's banging you, you don't you spin off of him. Those are the worst defenders to play against, actually, because if you can feel their body, 
Come Stop, on. Stop, Charles. 69-59. Golden State shooting 67 Way out of order right now. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, an NFL player had a suspended license for a very bizarre reason. Bax covers that next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. This is Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Improvements. Are you tired of feeling the effects of late? And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't mean to brag, but since 1983, I have enjoyed an uninterrupted stretch of being a licensed Massachusetts driver who has only been cited for three speeding violations over the course of the last 39 years. I consider that to be pretty impressive. I've never driven without my license in my possession. I've never had my driving privileges revoked by law enforcement, nor have I had my license suspended in any way. Granted, there's still time, but for the last four decades, nothing doing. However, as you are aware, not everybody has the same adherence and respect of the laws that govern our roadways the way I do. Sometimes a man cannot help but use his vehicle as if it's some sort of play toy. Hence the very reason why Chicago Bears wide receiver Byron Pringle was arrested Saturday night by state cops in Florida after he made the mistake of doing donuts on a public road with another passenger in the front seat and a juvenile in the back. The state of Florida recommends not doing this kind of stuff on public roadways. It especially frowns upon those who also do happen to be doing the same donuts on an allegedly suspended license. Apparently, Byron Pringle, who recently signed a one-year free agent contract with the Chicago Bears worth $4.1 million, was unable to pay a series of fines against him from a previous motor vehicle infraction. Folks, if I had a suspended license, I probably would not be driving a car of any sort. But if I did, I would be sure not to draw attention to myself by doing donuts, speeding, making illegal U-turns, parking outside carefully marked areas, or driving in a fashion that would suggest to a police officer that I might be worth talking to. And yet, Byron Pringle thought it would be a great deal of fun to do something that he once saw Tom Wopat do on an episode of Dukes of Hazard, even though that show's been off the air since 1985. What does a guy like Byron Pringle learn from something like this? Hard to say, since it doesn't appear that the guy is very good at learning from past mistakes. But hey, and MMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's Ace Warp Rewards card is a toolbox full of way of earning points and getting rewards and saving a buttload of money. A Rocky's Ace Rewards card is free, making a Rocky's Ace Reward card what you might call a no-brainer. Shop, earn, and save with your Ace Rewards card from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rocky. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 615 and Van Halen. We're back, Steve and Dave, in Rock 102. Hey, sunshine pretty much all week this week. Highs in the mid-60s today, 50s for the rest of the week. What's up, bitches? Yo. So good to have you back, Steve. How was the Is weather it? in South Carolina compared to here? The weather in South Carolina was uh, it was beautiful Not bad. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... It doesn't even a bad day down there is still better than the worst day up here. <laughs> it really is. And then I have people, oh, it's snowing up here. Did it snow here a little bit? Or like a, you know, well, well, not to accumulation, but at least we Syracuse had one, got like a yeah. foot. Well, we had one day where it snowed, it hailed, it mm-hmm. rained, and then there was sunshine all yeah. in one day. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't experience any of that except 
for when I was driving down there, we hit a hailstorm in like New Jersey. And it was uh, it was pretty damn bad. Sure, it was like the winds blowing and the and the hail like is pan, uh, banging, bang, all the banging car. on the on the uh-huh. truck and uh, and all that stuff. But uh, I really it my vacation doesn't matter. What happened at Dash's wedding? <laughs> I almost I almost pulled over because I was on my way down. Yeah, well, you know, it, Dave's been very good about barely talking about it. So yeah, I, I well, I was saving it for Steve because he was the one who extended the hundred dollars. Yeah. If I would just use the word MFR at some point <laughs> during my speech as Dash's best man. And and you didn't. No, of course not. Come on, man. There were I had a hundred bucks. There were kids there. There were uh, like, you old, think those kids haven't heard that I word know. on the schoolyard i know or heard it from their parents or yep. from their angry mothers saying to their father you ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, of course but the problem is you know there'd be evidence not just for steve to confirm or yeah. for me to confirm to steve in order to get the hundred dollars that he promised me but there'd be evidence forever of you know Dash's father, me, saying that word during his special day. No, I can't. I know. Yeah. I won't do it. I you just know, uh, hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. I know. I was the best man at my uh, my brother's wedding back in 2016, and uh, my digital footprint that I'm leaving for my children <laughs> in their wake. Uh, th- there's euphemisms to vaginas in that one. Oh, well, yeah. that, see, that's good. That, that was figures. A, that was a good. You? That was a good best man speech. Well, see, but that, that was. But you you spoke euphemistically. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't actually say. Right. You didn't actually go. And talk about, uh, you know, like like the clinical parts of it. No, but I pointed out that I was. Hey, by the way, uh, you know, my brother teaches me all this stuff, like how to build stairs and mm-hmm. and uh, and do things around the house. Where I t- have a thousand different euphemisms for vagina. Yeah. See, well, there you, you go. Know. That would have been great. Well, that is your personality, yeah. not mine. Two finger so, squishment in his yeah, that's a classic yeah. right wow. there. Yeah, You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, but uh, so so your kid gets married on yep. Holy Saturday, well, which is like a big no no in the Christianity world. It's funny you say that yeah. because. Because there were people criticizing me. Oh, I'm not listening anymore because you're obviously anti-Catholic. I'm like, what? Which is what ridiculous. You, there are so many other reasons to not listen anymore. Yeah, that right. doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I was gonna stop down. I left here about three thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. Yeah, and I was like, I was. It was like seven o'clock. I'm like, they're probably just having dinner right now. It was great. We had a great time at um, the sort of like warehouse. In uh, it was like a warehouse bar on the second level in uh, Hoboken, actually right next door to Jersey City. It was oh. great. We all got little mini disco balls mm-hmm. for Christmas ornaments as like sort of the gift on each table. There were little little mini disco balls. That was their theme. One of their themes. Okay, who is doing the marketing for the wedding? Everybody should have gotten a bottle of Mrs. Dash yes. with, with yep. the label on it saying Dash and whatever her name was. Val. Uh, Val Dash and, and Val. Yep. And very yeah. much like uh, every yeah. uh, marriage, she's the one holding yeah. on to the ball. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I did use your Mrs. Dash line as part of my speech there. You got to so laugh, it, didn't it? Yeah, See? for sure. I'm, say, I'm good at writing stuff for other people. <laughs> yeah, he works in the big rooms from time to time. Yes. Well, this is this is a big room right here. Yes, it is. <laughs> but, anyway, yeah. so yeah, so uh, it was a great wedding. Yeah, uh, I Great time, uh, but uh, so but uh, what did so what did you do? What did you do when you were down there? Just uh, relax. Or how or... was your travel because of all that gasoline you had to pony up for? Actually, you know, surprisingly, my truck is very good on gasoline when you're driving long distances. Mm-hmm. I got about twenty five miles to the gallon on a truck. On a truck. Wow. Well, because it's built, it's light. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's all you know, mostly aluminum and, and all is that. Seven in uh, cruise control that helps. That helps. To, and let me tell you something about that Ford thing with the uh, 
assisted driving. Yeah. It really helps. If you're driving along, if you let's say I, I said it about, there's like certain areas where you can only go about 60 miles an hour on 95. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's like usually through the beltway and all that stuff. And uh, if you set that and then you're driving and then all of a sudden the traffic stops, the truck will stop too. Shut up. Yeah. Really? The brake, it, the brake, it pushes the brake for you. You can, you can, at that rate, you can have your 12 year old drive the truck. Well, I was thinking about it, and uh, I said, you know what? If you want to take over for a few hours, yeah. uh, really, you just got to get it up to speed, push yeah. this button, and boom. It yeah. drives itself. Give yourself a little relief. Yeah. You're done. But mm-hmm. uh, I think if I ever do that trip, which I will do it again, uh, I would leave like I left here at 3.30 in the afternoon. Because mm-hmm. I got there, I drove straight through, yep. and I got there about 7.30 in the morning after making stops and you all that You also missed stuff. all that D.C. traffic, too. Yeah, but then my kids were sleeping for the most part, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to worry about anybody asking me to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes. Awesome. We uh, And it... And it it really, to dr- I like driving at night better than I do during the day because there's seemingly so many more people out there during the day that sure. uh, can F you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, but uh, the worst part was the accident I saw on I-95 Uh-oh. coming back. The worst accident you ever seen. It was pretty bad. And you know what it was? They were... I was just about to get to the George Washington Bridge from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Right. And these two Mustangs were drag racing. And oh. now you, you can only go about 40 miles an hour top speed gonna, in that area. I was going to yeah. say, drag racing on the GW Wait, to make. You witnessed the actual accident itself? I did not witness the accident. Okay. I witnessed the, the aftermath. Okay. These, these two guys, and it scared the crap out of me because yeah. this guy comes zooming up on yep. my bumper right. and then zigzagging in and out of traffic. And sure. you, then another guy comes up on the other side. So they were clearly. You know, racing each other. Sure. Yeah. It's what and they do in New Jersey. Get over the bridge, and about 10 miles after that, we get stuck in traffic because uh-huh. these two Mustangs have mangled themselves along some sort of uh, like oh, mini bridge wow. yeah. uh, that was going on there with the, with the cop. The cops were just showing up, and it was pretty bad. Injuries, really? could you tell or not? You know, I can't imagine that there wasn't any injuries mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to bring attention to if there sure. was a missing limb somewhere because <laughs> right. what was one Mustang didn't look like a Mustang anymore after it was done. Really? Yeah. It had it had clearly rolled over. Yeah, I got friends who've seen the missing yeah. limb thing before. At a highway, yeah, you don't, want, not, you don't want to see that. It's, yeah. it's not a, it's not a pretty sight. And of course, I'm not going to go. Hey, kids, wake up! Hey, look at it! Like some mm-hmm. guy's femurs on the on the roadway. Yeah. And that's why you don't yeah. race on the highway. Uh, that's but right. A teaching moment. Back that's it. If I have a choice, uh, which I do have a choice, next time I will definitely drive at night because it's so much better than driving during the day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I'm glad you're here. Glad you're back. Glad you didn't uh, get into an accident on the GW Bridge. Yeah, well, we'll be talking about Dash's wedding for the rest of the morning. <laughs> there you go. I want to find out more about <laughs> Great. that. Great. The listeners are are tuned in. It's 623 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. What a special time it is for us at Gary Monday, our 25th anniversary. Thank you to all our family and Western Mass community. Purchase your all-electric 22 Ionic 5 SE all-wheel drive. Spend $80 to fill your tank or seven. Classic Rock at 629. And Nirvana. Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Spring finally, sort of. On the way, mid-60s today, 50s rest of the week. Got sunshine all week long. Enjoy. And now it's time for today. With Max, Steve, Dave, 
Rock 102. Hey, uh, today I learned that in 1974, there were at least five serial killers active, including the BTK killer, John Wayne Gacy, and Ted Bundy. The what killer? The, what was the first one again? The, the BTK. BTK, the blind torture kill. I don't even know if I heard of that one. Oh, before. you don't know oh, that that's one? a good one. That's, oh, that's yeah. real good. That, yeah. Really? That, they didn't catch that guy for huh. years. Where, where was he? Uh, I think was that o- was Mississippi. Was o- huh. o- Mississippi or Oklahoma, something wow. like that. I don't uh, think I've ever heard of that. I'm yeah. going to look that one up. Yeah, no, that, that guy went on for years huh. and years. Uh, and who was the, f- the fourth one? Uh, let's see. They uh, even tell you? Well, f- actually, it would be the fifth one, or fourth and fifth one. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Kansas was uh, the BTK killer. Huh. I don't know. Who, I don't know who the other two are. It doesn't mention who. The Five other two at are. once, man. That's yeah. uh, that's some crazy yeah. stuff right there. But uh, I was also watching last night. N- not really a serial killer, uh, but Steven Stainer. Do you remember that no. kid? They made a whole miniseries on on NBC about it, and the name of the miniseries was "I Know My First Name Is Steven," and that was because I, I knew that because. When that came out in the 80s, yeah. everybody was like, oh, you know your first name is Steven? Yeah, because your first name is Steven. Right. Yes. And it was about this kid who was abducted, and uh, he was taken away from his family for about seven and a half years until he eventually was found by helping another boy who was abducted by the same person. Right. This guy was was raising this kid in a in a trailer park, you know, halfway across the country. Right. It was a it was a pretty interesting story about how that that miniseries, though, how the the producers and the writers of this thing totally like messed up the story in order to just make it more drama, right? To to be better for television. It's a really interesting documentary. I think it's because otherwise uh, it would have been a lighthearted farce. Yeah, it's called uh, "Captive Audience: A Real American Horror Story." Hmm. You know, uh, one of my daughters did a uh, took a, a forensics class in high school. And yeah. They had to present like a mm-hmm. you know, a presentation of a serial killer, and she got to, she picked the right straw and got Jeffrey Dahmer. Sweet. Wow. And so she did a big uh, you know big PowerPoint thing, mm-hmm. and the last slide was a a map of how close her dad lived to Jeffrey Dahmer because it was yeah. only five blocks. Wow! And uh, and like uh, like two years later, my youngest daughter taking the same class uh, was hoping to get Jeffrey Dahmer one of picking one accidentally picking somebody else. Mm-hmm. Who who was the other one that she picked? I I don't yeah, know. Somebody, it could have been some... like uh, yeah, Richard Speck or you know one, so, of, one of the ones that's not a lot yeah. of fun. We want to know what Jeffrey. You know, when they go to college now, they can do a thing about serial killer. Like if anybody knows about. Uh, Having dudes meat in their mouth—it's my dad because he lived near Jeffrey no, Dahmer, no, we, and listen, he liked the other thing. Now nah, listen, we didn't uh, we didn't uh, share the same interests, and he liked smaller portions. You didn't like uh, meat from a dude in your mouth? No, no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what pretty I heard sure we about didn't, you. Steve. I'm pretty sure that's. Look what at the I heard. time. Oh, gee, and, and I kept- that is today, <laughs> and not now. Hear this. <laughs> That'll be later on Rock 102. <laughs> that is today. I learned coming up next. Prostitution at a food bank in Worcester. Details straight ahead on Rock 102. It's mostly been Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, uh, the latest on Hampton County's Roderick L. Ireland Courthouse, the state has begun seeking an alternative site. While the 500 people still working there continue to deal with mold on a daily basis, impacting their health. So, the newest plans include hiring a consultant to undertake a site assessment and a feasibility study to look at the construction of a new court complex. It's just go on Zillow. What's the Zestimate for that courthouse? Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be some areas in Springfield that uh, there's 
wide open spaces and the zestimate is pretty favorable. Yeah. And how many studies do they need and how many consultants does it take for crying out loud? Well, if you're looking for alternative sites, mm-hmm. I can I, yeah, I can almost understand the need for a consultant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're when you're hiring extra consultants to find out whether there's mold or it's dangerous in a building that's been proven to be contaminated, mm-hmm. well, then I think that's a waste of time. But when it comes to alternate sites, yeah. where would be the best place to put a building of this size and right. make it... Uh, you, you like you, you, a reasonable place to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I'm all for it. Do it the right way. Don't do it half-assed. Well, we'll cross our fingers, and I'm sure the people who work there are also doing the same. Meantime, in Agawam, the trash incinerator at Bondi's Island has been sold as part of a bankruptcy proceeding event. An Enfield trash disposal firm has purchased the trash incinerator from Bondi's Island. Now, will there be a liquidation sale? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> We've lost our lease. Everything must go. <laughs> Including the trash itself, hopefully. Uh, apparently, this sale is part of the decommissioning of the 30-year-old plant on Bondi's Island. The property was sold to F&G Recycling of Enfield, Back in April of last year for $1.25 million. City officials on Friday saying, they're, excuse me, and I said last year it occurred just about 10 days ago, I guess. The, the sale. sale? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like they're shutting the place down and right. no longer going to do what Bondi's does. Right. right. All right. Well, so. well, but here's the deal. City officials saying there would be no disruption of service to the city's municipal trash pickup, and the Bondi's Island facility will be used as a transfer station. So the, the trash will just pile up there until trucks can take it away. Now, opponents are saying this could mean 40 more large trucks driving on our roadways and highways leading in and out of the facility each day. That's in addition to the 50 or 60 trucks that go there every day to drop off trash. I'm less interested in the trash Mm -hmm. and more interested in the tanks of human waste. Right. Mm Because to me, uh, that's uh, that's what we all kind of learn to love about Bondi's Island. The overwhelming smell of human waste wafting through all the neighborhoods of this of this fair city well it ain't gonna happen anymore unless maybe the trash piles up there for long periods of time and maybe the waste does as well and then where exactly does it go unknown according they, to this article well I'm they reading probably here. have another landfill they're taking they do to. but it doesn't say where or when or yeah. how long well, that will take the connecticut river is always <laughs> fine this time of year to start <laughs> dumping trash into right they can't do I that mean, the good news is it hasn't really stunk in in a number of years right yeah, you know, that's what? the good news. Are you insane? Every time there's like a warm weather day and you go over the South End Bridge, you can smell that at Yeah, a, but, know, but there used to be a time when every single day you would smell the human waste. You know, it was the worst when they used to have that turkey farm in Wilbraham because I went to Minichog High School and they used yeah. to open up the, uh, like on a, on a warm June morning, they used to open up the uh, the garage door of the, of the shop. Oh, yeah. This is the old mm-hmm. high school. And uh, man, you can get a whiff of that turkey poop. Ugh, gross. Mm. That was uh, that was. I don't know. I don't know what they were. If that was the fertilizer, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just know it made Wilbraham seem like such a nice place to live with the waft of uh, of well turkey poop and death. Beautiful area, but uh, do you want to smell that every no, single no, morning? Not really. Here's a story that Steve missed while he was on vacation. We can give an update on Rex Cunningham, the convicted mob loan shark, longtime associate of the Genovese crime family, pleading not guilty in court late last week to extortion <clears throat> and witness intimidation and threatening to kill him. 
man. It's all a big misunderstanding. Yes, all over a $600 debt. Now, there was evidence of this because of a video recording this man made when the 71-year-old mobster showed up at his front door. It's a recording that Cunningham's legal counsel claims may have been illegal. You can do it in New York State, but you can't do that in Massachusetts and other states of the union. So part of the recording had Cunningham, Rex Cunningham, the mob loan shark, saying, and I quote, good to meet you. Now let's get a few things straight here. You stop being an effing wise guy. You be disrespectful to these girls again. I'll break every bone in your effing body. You call the cops. You call whoever the F you want. And that's what's going to happen to you. Don't say a word. I'll take your effing head off right here. That's all captured on the video at the front door. Again, a simple misunderstanding. I'm sure there's a perfectly logical explanation as to what was going on here. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't have any comment. <laughs> what, do, you, do you have an outstanding debt with Rex Cunningham? Is no, that you're just going to grow fear of concrete shoes. Yeah, uh, I prefer my car to be in one piece when I start it up when I'm leaving here. Thank you very much. You want to go ahead and talk about that, you go ahead, Dave. Well, speaking of legal matters. Gooms, gooms. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Speaking of legal matters, Lynn Clark, no longer will have the duties of superintendent of schools. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <said> duties. <laughs> Uh, they're going to have an acting superintendent take over for her acting duties soon, according to Mayor uh, John View. He said that on Friday in a statement to the media. View chairs the school board, say the school committee has taken action in accordance with Ms. Clark's contract, and she will no longer be carrying out the responsibilities as superintendent of the Chicopee Public Schools, even on an interim basis. She's done. And she will no longer be receiving $175,000 a year. You are correct, Bax. There is a clause in Clark's contract that requires 90 days written notice before the school committee can officially terminate her from the $177,000 a year post. And that has been now executed. It sounds like she wasn't carrying out her duties as superintendent before she got this judgment. No kidding. So, you know. Well, this is sort of like the obvious story that we saw coming, right? Well, you know, like, it almost seems like education might not have been her top priority. Right. Badge bunny. Yeah, badge bunny. You know, getting the right chief yeah. involved. That was her priority. Yeah, which one of these fine young cannibals can I <laughs> consume today? <laughs> It's he six, drives me crazy indeed. <laughs> <laughs> or Roland, is it Roland Gift? Is Roland that the guy's Gift. name? Yeah. With the receding hairline. 643 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Coming up next in the Mass Hat. We're gonna... I don't know the members of the Fine Young Cannibals, <laughs> but I'm glad that you do. Well, again, <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant yeah, over well, here. Well, that, one, irrelevant. that one was for a piece of pie. Uh, all right. All <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank you. I, I think it would be the, um, what color pie would that be? That would be the pink colored piece of pie, I think. Look at the time, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is 644 now, and coming up next in the Mass Hat, we have some ground to cover based on a text that you received, I guess, Steve, right, about the Mass Hat intro? No, it was the now hear this intro. Oh, I thought, I thought you said Mass Hat. Maybe I did say that. All right. Well, we'll find out next on Rock 102. Yeah. Stick with us. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they feels classic rock. It's 650. And Alice Cooper. Thank you. Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, some extra drum beats there. Uh, 60-ish today, mid-60s, sunshine, pretty much sun all week with the mid-50s for Tuesday through Friday. Scott Cohen joining us in just a few minutes. I'm pretty sure there'll be some sports to talk about. 
when he gets here. Oh, I thought he was coming in for the mass hat. No, no. Well, he might, but I think it's mostly about the sports. Because well, uh, otherwise, uh, if we didn't go around the country and do the mass hat, we would have Scott Cohen's name every single day as the mass hat. <laughs> and, but speaking of which, yes. uh, this listener wrote in and said, uh, I doubt you guys have realized this yet, but during the mass hat intro, there's a high-pitched sound where I have to turn the radio down. Really? Yeah. Is he talking about you speaking? Maybe. Oh. Not really a high-pitched sound. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it since you guys started. By the way, I'm a younger guy, so if uh, you guys don't hear it, get someone younger in there. Well, I wonder if this is the the kind of thing where like only he can hear this sound. Like Sometimes people have lawsuits. Like, wasn't there that lawsuit against Mary Hart? Remember that years ago? Yeah, because her voice was putting people into like a like a epileptic seizures. Yes, yes. I totally understand. So I had that problem with John Tesh. Maybe it's just something that he can hear. Well, let's play the intro here. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Is it those three little dings? There's three dings. Really? Did you hear a ding? No. You didn't hear three dings? No. Steve? Did you hear some dings? I heard three dings. Yeah, I had uh, three ding-dongs. Back Stephen Ding. There you <laughs> That's go. That's what I heard. No, I, 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 got, I, I got nothing out of that. So I don't know if you're here. Well, you want to play it again? I'll point it out to you. Here we go. All right, here we go. Time for Rock 102 ding. to recognize ding. another mass hat another ding. going below and beyond other humans what about in the that? pursuit of bam, stupidity, bam, bam. incompetence, you know, the, and embarrassment. The horns. No, no. Ass. I hear that guy. Today's Dennis, mass Dennis mass Green, the, the former uh, Arizona Cardinals football coach there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I got no idea. You didn't hear the ding. I heard no. the ding. You so heard the ding. Let's yeah, but, hear it again so we can hear right, it. Okay, here we go. Time for Rock 102 to recognize two, another two mass hat. Three dings. Going below and beyond right. other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, I, I got incompetence, nothing. Got nothing? and nothing. I mean, I hear the dings, but I don't think that's a high-pitched sound. Here's today's mm. mass hat. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, we can hear about this wedding 12 times. I'm sure we can hear yeah, it. Here, play, that again. play it again. Play it again. I want to hear it. Play it again. I want to hear the high pitch sound. No, I will not play it again. Uh, the mass hat today comes from Florida. A woman arrested <laughs> after threatening to blow up her son's high school. Yes. Unless cafeteria workers started giving him more food. Th- How uh, stingy are they being? Well, does it matter? The threat was left in a voicemail to Coco High School, Florida's Atlantic Coast. According to police and court records, the 41-year-old woman arrested and charged with making a false bomb threat and disruption of a school. She did not leave her name on the voicemail, but they identified her. Because, of course, you know, you got these recorded ID numbers. You can figure out who's who, right? Right. Uh, Staff members at the school listened to the message the next morning, contacted Coco Police. The school was evacuated, but no weapons or explosive devices were found. Investigators located the woman's phone number in school records, and a resource officer (laughs) confirmed that her child had gotten into an argument with a cafeteria worker because he wanted more food. And that didn't sit well with the kid's mom. You know, like you would do in any other restaurant. The Mm -hmm. moment you start complaining and making a jackass of yourself Mm -hmm. is the moment that one of these lunch ladies or the chef back in the kitchen forks a big luger on your your pizza burgers, and there you go. Like, all of a sudden, your food is soiled. In other words... Take what you're given and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, is, is that worth phoning in the school for a bomb threat, for crying out loud? You I mean, have to be very hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, apparently she thought her son was. 
I'm still trying to figure out where this high-pitched sound is. <laughs> Time for Rock ding. 1 and 2 to recognize another ding. mass hat. Ding. Ding. Going below in is it three dings or two dings? I heard, I heard three very different. distinct dings. Are you sure? All right, do There's it again. Yeah. Time for Rock One, one two to recognize two, another mass three, hat. Three, three, three dings. Three, right. three dings. Yeah. There's a phone call. You want to take it? And yeah, say, go ahead. Put the phone call in. Oh, my God. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You oh. have the oil off. Remember on the other uh, thing, Mike? Uh, uh, you didn't put our you didn't put our things back. Oh uh, yeah, all right. My, my mistake. Well, call right. back. Call back. Yeah, call, call back. back. We want to hey, talk Ken, to you. He's too busy being drowned out by the ding. All right, one more time. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Time for Rock One Hundred Two to recognize two, another massive. Three. Where's the high pitched sound? Though? I don't understand what this guy's know. talking about. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, oh, one more call right there. Hold on. Time for Rock 102. To uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Joe. Hey, hey Joe, what's, what's up? up? Hey, that uh, that noise that you guys are hearing, it's not the dinging. It's at the, it's at the very end, and it's like it's like there's something wrong with the music or there's a frequency high pitch. It's can definitely you, not the ding. Maybe can, this can, is only audible to certain people. Well, can you, can you try to imitate the sound for us? <laughs> no, it's more like a uh, like coming from like a like a like a computerized sound, not huh. like huh. I don't huh. know. Huh. You, you, I think you guys need to get a uh, a younger guy in there, like that guy said. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, we'll right. We'll, we'll, get, we'll work See, on that for tomorrow. That's what it is. It's uh, we're too old. <laughs> And we can't hear what these so. younger people yeah. hear. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate that. All right. Have a good one. All you right. too. Bye. There you go. All right. Are we are we done with that? Yeah. No. It's uh, it's it's uh, Cohen will be here shortly. <laughs> we can let we can let Scott figure the whole thing. He's out. older than any of us. He's not going to be able to hear it. <laughs> it's six fifty six with back Steve and Dave. We've got your one hundred and two second sports coming up next on Rock one hundred two. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project, built by Dave Miner Exterior. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 in Rush on Rock 102. And good weather today and for pretty much all week long. Lots of sunshine in the forecast. Mid-60s for today. I don't think it's any underestimation to say what a delight it is to welcome him back. I thought you were talking about Steve back from vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. Didn't say anything about Cohen yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have Steve back and great to have Scott Cohen here, too. Yeah, uh, I was telling Steve when I saw him, the band's back together. Almost. Almost, yes. I mean, (laughs) almost. Yeah, you got uh, got, uh, George, John, and Paul, and And you're our Pete Best. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. There you go. Hey, uh, the Celtics are uh, up 3-0. Yep, they are. Against a team that... Quite frankly, should have put a bigger fight up. I mean, the fact that Kevin Durant's been shut down. Defense, man. Yeah, it's all about defense. It, I mean, they're playing unbelievable defense, but I mean, this you're talking about maybe, arguably, the best player in the NBA being completely shut down by this defense. Yep. And, you know, uh, and the other thing is, too, so I, you know, right, so yes to all that. But the big story that's going on right now, and it's it's such a it's it's a uh, such a juxtaposition. Robert Williams III had knee surgery, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He, he's and you know they weren't they weren't sure whether he was going to play in the first round or not. Right. Guy gets up off the deck, plays plays uh, 15, 12, 15 minutes in game three. You know, does a solid job. I mean, on a on a bad leg on surgery. And then, meantime, Ben Simmons, who is playing for uh, or supposed or to be playing, playing or not playing, he hasn't played for 
anybody. He sat out against Philadelphia, uh, made a just made a big mess down there. Uh, ends up ends up on Brooklyn. You know, hope springs eternal. And with your team, with your with their season hanging in the balance, the guy says he's got a sore back and decides I'm not playing. And he's and he's a kid. It's like no competitive fire. Just brutal. Yeah. But it's just it's just so funny to sit there and see two teams, two guys, and and one team going in one direction and the other going in the it, other. It's kind of like the young kids who are ghosting potential employers now. You hear it all the time. All the like, time. Oh, having a hard time finding employees because you know they set up an interview and then they never even show they up for the even, interview. That's and you know what? That's <laughs> that's what it, it literally yeah. is. That. Um, it's just like, hey, uh, hey, listen, you know, we we need you. You know, we're we're short staffed. Uh, oh, okay. Well, listen, I hope everything works out well for you. I'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can you imagine like Steve Nash, uh, the head coach of the yeah. Nets, at the end of it. Sorry, supply chain issues. Yeah, we we <laughs> we couldn't make it happen. Don't feel like working today. But you know, but that's a team that was kind of put together with the idea of yes. running the Eastern Conference. No and question. They, and they didn't. And nope. then then now you have the Celtics playing you know, great basketball, and uh, and it's just not. Uh, just not happening now. The next the next series would be the winner of the Chicago Milwaukee series. Yep. Milwaukee's up now three to one. Yep. But then that again, that's an that's another team kind of surrounding one major guy, and with that kind of defense, you wonder whether they can shut Giannis down too. Well, you know, since since Jan- since the first week of January, the Celtics have been the best. They've been literally the best team um, in the NBA. And then on the other hand, okay, so they beat they beat Brooklyn with Brooklyn's resume. You mentioned Milwaukee, uh, de- they're defending NBA champs, right? Yep. yep. And then you know, arguably the top team in the in the entire league is Miami. So the the NBA championship goes through the Eastern Conference, and man, the Celtics are looking as good as anybody right but, now. But can they defend Giannis because he's a bigger guy? Their best defenders, I think, are Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart. Yep. Smaller guys. They can't put those guys on Yeah, Giannis. but it's like it's almost been, you know, we sit here and talk, you know, throw cliches around. We're certainly not uh, uh, adverse to doing that. They just, they swarm. It's like they're, the, the Celtics have been, again, since, since the beginning mm-hmm. of January, they have been the example of the complete NBA team. When one guy's got a, has a bad night, the other what what their game in game two? I think they had seven guys score in double figures. Seven, yeah, seven guys. Who knows to Brad Stevens, man? And you're also you're having, right, exactly. And you're also having Jason Tatum emerge yes. as averaging thirty points a game, thirty nine the other night with all the with every single bright hot light shining on him. Absolutely, yep. and he's he's now kind of getting into that territory where you're talking about maybe one of the all time great self. Players, no question about he's it. Not that far away. And from one of the best players that. in the league. Absolutely. Yep. So there's that. Uh, the NFL draft is Thursday. Patriots uh, don't have a twenty-one. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great. Where, you spot. know, actually, that's where they like it. Doesn't cost them a lot of money for whoever, whatever, it, whoever it is they're going to sign. <clears throat> Excuse me, but again, I'll go. So this year's draft is got to be um, the least sexy draft in a long, long time. There's no, you know, last year when all the quarterbacks were available, it's like, you know, who who's going where? Everybody got excited. Yep. At the top ten guys are all defensive players, uh, you know, uh, or or uh, either defensive tackles or offensive tackles. A couple of cornerbacks in there, a safety. Nobody that raises your blood pressure. The Patriots have the 21st pick. 
I, they're not gonna they're not gonna budge or move up from that. Well, trade up slightly, maybe to get one of the top wide receivers. There I might mean, be a wide receiver, 13, 14, 15, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there right? might be some a wide receiver um, available when they choose yeah. it at twenty one. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the top part of the draft is all defensive players. Yeah, but the thing that happens in the NFL draft, and I I I love telling this story when you watch Monday Night Football and the players. I still think they do this where he'll goes, you know. Uh, John Smith, uh, you know, um, Mississippi State or The Ohio State University. Mm -hmm. You look sometimes when those NFL players do that, and the guys that are starting for NFL teams, third-round picks, fourth-round picks, fifth-round picks from schools that aren't necessarily the ones we watch on TV every Saturday during college football season. So in the NFL, you never know. So we'll see what happens. Um, Also, uh, the the Bruins are looking okay. I I love that, man. I love it. Yep, they're doing. Uh, I mean, you're you're almost at the point now where the postseason's about to begin. Yeah, and there's like two or three games left, I think, in the I, regular season. I think that's it. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's hockey playoffs are probably the most fun postseason they are. there is. I mean, because it just you know every every game you know has uh, has this this crucial you know here and now type of feel. It's it's what's the matter, Steve? Nothing. What's the matter with you? You're looking at I'm, him. I'm listening. I'm just like. Uh, I'm like, is he is he going to say anything? No, he doesn't well, have to. But you're like all of a sudden, but you're Ben, you're Ben Simmons. Well, going back to what we talked about earlier. Well, you <laughs> should sitting there. You should go to mine about the worst fan base in baseball. That's where you should go. The Yankees. Did you see this story? I did. I did. I, never mind the story. I yeah. saw the video. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they uh, they're just expressing their love <laughs> for other fans. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't yeah. know about that, Steve. But I got news for you, and I'm not throwing a fifteen dollar beer yeah. at anybody. No, that's that's my issue. I, I'll that, even save, that's alcohol abuse. Yeah, I'll save I'll save the <laughs> yeah. cup when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you want to get something out of it. Uh, these are the extreme fans of any given team. I was at Fenway Park years ago during an Angels game. All and, the near do well uh, sit in the bleachers. These uh, these two uh, hot chicks that came with us. Uh, with they, you? Yeah, I know. Wow. Can you believe that? No. Uh, <laughs> these two hot chicks came with us, and uh, they were like Angels fans because the one girl was from Los Angeles, and they were sitting there cheering and all this other stuff. And finally, uh, this guy gets up and pours a beer over both of their heads. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, well, first of all, uh, you, why wouldn't you turn this into a pickup opportunity right. for yourself? I like to, the way you think. Yeah, do the opposite Steve. to track the differences. Think, hey, we yeah. have something in common that's not in common. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You want to go get drunk? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, I'm going to decide to pour a $9 beer over your head. That's my answer to this thing. It's the same with these idiots who were throwing beer bottles on the on the failed at the Cleveland outfielders over the weekend. It's like, were you wasting that? Unless it was done, unless no. you were done with it. I don't think it didn't look like they were done no, with it. No, they looked like they were pretty heavy and they flew pretty hard. The so. one guy, the one guy, I guess, who started it all, he was like right in the front row. Mm-hmm. And man, he was, he, he had the, I can I think I can say this, man, he had the red ass about something. Yep. Sure. Oh my God. Oh my God, you said that yeah. on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> you said the word red? I can't believe that. So we go and we transition into the Red Sox who are absolutely just pitiful they're pitiful they are they're seven and nine which you know they're you know basically a 500 team arguably but you know if you watched uh if you watched the games over the weekend and i did they're just they're a half a tick behind their opponents they're just they're just not they're they're not fast enough 
Uh, they they're not playing sharp enough. You know, you go out and you go out there, and pitching's just been just been awful. And then on Saturday, your starting pitchers give up three hits, three. Yep. And you get your ass no hit, mm-hmm. and then you lose in extra innings. Just they're just not good. Uh, Gila Fleur died. Gila Fleur died. Uh, that's like a week and the a flower. half. At, uh, yeah, right. A week and a half after Mike Bossy died. Yep. Like Mike, all these old guys are starting mm-hmm. to go. Daryl Lamont. Daryl Lamonica died yes, on yeah. on, the, on Friday the, the too. Mad bomber. Yeah. It's like I I I post that stuff on my Facebook page and I I tag it with you know uh you know for for men for men of a certain age and you know we're we're all in basically the same neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, at least the three of us are. And these guys that, you know, we watched growing up yep, and really in, in many ways fostered and formed our opinions of, you know, who we followed mm-hmm. and, and who we, uh, you know, cheered for and cheered against, they're, they're, all, they're all passing. Yeah. And I guess LaFleur had lung cancer, only, yeah. only 70 years old. Was he a smoker? Uh, I don't know. Only on the ice. Oh yeah, <laughs> good one. But you, but you know what's kind of uh, kind of funny and interesting about the fact when you see that he's he was seventy years old. When so that means he was for me he was only seven years older than me mm-hmm. when I was basically a college kid. You know, yep. watching those those great Bruin Canadian uh, playoff series of the mid and late 70s. He was only seven years older, and yet, you know, when you watch them play, he was like this god. Yes, with the long flowing hair. Long flowing hair. He's like skating down the ice. Yeah, Uh, man. I think it was was the 78 uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. He absolutely um, just owned the Bruins. Mm -hmm. And when they were showing some of the... um, the highlights on Friday, uh, the memorials. You look at that that La- Larry Robinson, uh, Guy Lafleur, Yvonne Cornwallier, mm. uh, you know Ken Dryden, sure. just a a, a a Hall of Fame team, and that's who the Bruins were trying to compete for mm-hmm. a Stanley Cup with. But one of the all time greats. Yeah. Sports brought to you by Denture Cream. Denture Cream, <laughs> <laughs> refreshing. And preparation H. That's hey, right. Lipitor. And yeah. depends. Depends. <laughs> Scott, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys too. It's seven twenty three. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. Back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102 with uh, ACDC. There's a college in Salt Lake City that may be on the highway to hell. We'll get to that in the news in just a few minutes. Uh, real quick, uh, last week we talked to Bill Wells. This is the guy that was going to run for 24 continuous hours right? Uh, for suicide prevention and mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, MHA uh, was, uh, was sponsoring the entire event. Bill finished. He did finish wow. uh, running for 24 hours. He actually completed uh, what he intended to do. Mm-hmm. And you can still donate, mhainc.org slash donate, and you can still uh, donate to his cause. Very, very cool. Congratulations to Bill and to everybody at MHA. Yeah, and uh, obviously he was able to go to the bathroom while doing all that as well. I don't know. That's the one thing I, I didn't hear, although I heard when he was finished, he had a filet of fish sandwich. Mm. Good choice. Yes, but how did he go to the bathroom? Like anybody else goes to the bathroom. He just, but he just kept running. Yeah, you're not running for 24 hours if you're stopping to go to the bathroom. Well, you get—I mean, like any world record, you get bathroom breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's an endurance record like that, you're you're allowed like a few minutes here and there to do your business. Uda Pippick never got a bathroom break. All right, mm. for crying out loud, that's disgusting. Anyway, uh, no, Bill. I don't know what he did, and I think uh, he was. Uh, I think he had been training on how to 
relieve himself while in motion. You like fun facts, Dave? Look up Uta Pippig. I know about yeah, that. Yeah. Well, there's also Greta, Greta Weitz, who did Gret- what? Same Mar- thing? Marathon runner who was like, yeah, wiping herself. As, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Imagine that. Yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> This is such a stupid show. It is a stupid show. It's 730. (laughs) News is next to Rock 102. It's mostly cloudy, but dry and... Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy the April showers discount. 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Bax 22 News reporting on the grand reopening of the Springfield Rockies at Liberty Street, but without your name attached anywhere here in the uh, article it, it's not always about me sometimes it's about uh, it's about uh, you know rocco falcone who owns mm-hmm. it sometimes it's about the mayor sometimes it's about jesse letterman who was there i'm just uh, i'm just uh, there to enjoy the ride and you were there for a while on saturday as they expanded the grilling fishing and paint departments at that rockies let me tell you something uh they had like all like a, like a, a Weber station, mm-hmm. a big green egg station, mm-hmm. and a Traeger uh, station. With foods being grilled on those things or not? Yeah. Ooh. And uh, this guy was doing like pulled pork on that Traeger. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man. Every time I look at a Traeger, I'm thinking, might need to- uh, I know. Might I, need to do that. It'd be kind of cool to start your grill which, from your phone. Which one was he using? Was he using the ultimate one that was like 2200 bucks, or was he using the one that was like 1000 bucks? I- don't know because uh, I don't. I have a hard time, and I, this has nothing to do with Rockies or anything. I just personally have a hard time spending two grand on a grill uh, because that's how much they cost. It's not like Rockies yeah, no, is no, like no, overpricing no. these things. It's just that's that's how much they cost. I think it, de- I think it depends on yeah. how much you grill and how seriously yeah. you take it. I, I mean, if you could get the the, uh, the less expensive model, yeah. and get just as much out of it. But if you're going to be doing like you know, competitive style grill, mm-hmm. you want to you want to do uh, the the best you can with the equipment you can afford. Yeah, because I'm really tired of buying a grill like a like a propane grill, two hundred bucks. And the thing lasts maybe a season, no matter how well you take care of it. All of a sudden, that cheap little aluminum piece falls out of the bottom, and mm-hmm. you have no grease tray anymore. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it. I'm getting sick of that. I want a good grill that's gonna last me a while. I know these things are good. Yeah. I just the justification of spending two grand on something really isn't in my budget. See, I'm a I'm a I'm a charcoal guy. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I I I'm not. I mean, mm. yeah. Listen, I like I, I understand and like the pre the convenience of propane right I totally get it sure but safer too okay sure but i think uh, also uh charcoal just yeah. leaves a better taste mm. in the food without yeah. a doubt i don't know it no does. question especially when you're talking about these wood fired things with the smoked uh, the pellets and all yeah. that so you get apple wood you mm-hmm. can get maple wood all this other stuff but you can but you can yeah. adjust the temperature of the grill with your phone i think that yeah. is just totally cool when you don't have to get your fat ass up off the couch to go check on your your 10-pound pork butt. You know what I'm talking? Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, then that's a good day. That's a good day at the grill. So while Bax was at that Rockies for that story, Steve was not in attendance for this next story. In Huntington, your hometown, the 67th annual Westfield River Wild Water Race occurring. I was there yesterday. Oh, you were? Yeah, okay. I saw them float right past my house. Gotcha. People booing, people cheering. There's, a, there's people moving up and down the river, obviously, because you get... Yeah, wherever the starting point is. Are they rolling down the river as well? 
I believe okay. they are rolling on a river. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Ike was there as well. Okay. As well so, as Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there was a little dispute. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. domestic violence. Sometimes on. that happens. Yes. Um, but uh, the one the the canoe I saw, mm-hmm. uh, the people had capsized and oh. the, and the then the water had filled the canoe. But oh boy. that I think that typically happens. I think somebody's gonna take a crapper on, on the day of sure. the, of the race. Sure. And uh, that's part of the whole race. It's how fast you can recover from mm-hmm. that It's whole part thing. of the fun. Yeah. I don't know how fun it is getting into a river that's probably 40 degrees, yeah, right. but uh, they do release the water from the dams during that time. So the, the river was raging yesterday. Yeah. All right. Raging. Fun. But uh, looked pretty fun. Yeah, and a lot of drinking going on and celebrating as well, or not? You know, I didn't see any of that stuff. Really? Uh, maybe wow. there was. Unfortunately, the bar that they used to have the starting point at is no longer in business. It was mm-hmm. the Rapids uh, bar uh, that went out of business oh, last year. Oh, yeah, right. And um, that's where people used to party and hang out. Uh, I don't know where they did that, if there was like an endpoint mm-hmm. or, or something. I, I'm not really sure. Speaking of partying, West Springfield, with support of town councilors, Mayor William Reichelt, hoping to lift the ban on retail marijuana sales. Back in 2018, the town didn't approve recreational marijuana sales. This year, it'll be back in the legislative package with more support. Tax revenues from weed are just too large to ignore these days. Will Reichelt isn't even old enough to get a medical marijuana card. <laughs> That's why he has yeah. his chaperone, uh, you know, Ed Sullivan, do it instead. It- yeah, Ed Sullivan's his mule. Hey, can you be my mule and go get <laughs> Grandpa Grandpa Sullivan? Can you be my mule and go get me some uh, gummies from the dispensary? No, what is it about West Springfield? What what is it? I mean, you know, first of all, they don't want dispensaries. Yeah, and that that decision comes only a few years after they shut down that guy with that adult bookstore, uh-huh. the uh, the cup store. Yeah, yeah, they, it's like, uh, you know, well, what do they want? They don't have their priorities straight over in that town. They really They're, don't. No. Well, as long as we're talking about the adult bookstore, I got a couple stories coming up here along those same lines. In Worcester, William Riley, known apparently by everybody as Billy, having to leave the food program placed on paid leave by the diocese of Worcester that runs this food pantry because of allegations of illegal activity with adults. With adults? Yes, one of the complainants apparently arguing that she had been lured into prostitution, essentially, by the guy that runs the food bank there. So from about 2016 to 2021, she was addicted to drugs at the time. She went to his apartment two to four times a month, and it was there that she exchanged sex for money. Isn't there an, uh, isn't there an R in pantry? Nope. <laughs> it's the food panty. <laughs> Take them off. That's what she thought. <laughs> Take them off. She was so high on drugs, she didn't know that the R was uh, was in there. Well, yeah. that was part of it. She was taking yeah. advantage her, she, because of her situation and her condition, addicted mm-hmm. to drugs. She claimed she was taken advantage of by this guy Billy Riley, and it happened with other women as well. So this was a serial case. You know, if you can't trust your local food pantry right. director, yeah. whom can you trust? Now, when you say a serial case, you're not talking about, like, uh, breakfast cereal, because that mm. would be one thing that could be easily donated to no. a food pantry. Right. You're right. and and ex- But not in exchange for sex. No. That would be wrong. Unless you're really hungry. Right. Speaking of sex, Westminster College in Salt Lake City offering a course on porno studies this semester. Yes, Salt Lake City, Utah. 
Westminster College. The course description claims hardcore porn is, quote, as American as apple pie and more popular than Sunday night football. That's the description of the course. It says people who take the class will watch pornographic films together and then discuss the, quote, sexualization of race, class, and gender mm. as an art form. So in other words, the discussion is where you basically suck all the fun out of watching all this porn together. <laughs> Right, I guess. You know, I don't I, like a lot of conversation while I'm watching my porn. I signed up for a bukkake class. No one came. <laughs> ah, uh, I see what there. you did there. That's hey, uh, listen, uh, there's something that's been bugging me uh, mm. since we started this show. Yes. And you, it's, you remind me of a, of a movie character. Yes. And I can, I could not, for the life of me, figure out what movie character it was. Okay. But- the clip was playing over and over and over in my head, and I couldn't figure out until I was on vacation okay. last week. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, not Ben Stein. Okay, there was another teacher hmm. in the in the movie. Boy, I don't even remember the other teacher. It was when the nurse is coming to pick Sloan up uh, okay. to tell her that her grandmother had died. Okay, and Sloan is sitting in this class, right. with this teacher. You ready? Okay. In what? Way <laughs> is the author's use of the prison <laughs> symbolize the protagonist's struggle? And how does this relate to our discussion of the uses of irony? See, nice. that's you. Wow. All right. Pretty that's good. That's your yeah, emphasis yeah. on your thing. Okay, yeah. Well, right. I, hear it again. In, <laughs> in what, what way <laughs> You were You were acting in movies wow, back in the 80s. Yeah. yeah wow. That's unbelievable. I'll take that as a compliment, yes. I guess. <laughs> yes, you should. You uh, should. Well, according to the report about this college offering the porno studies in Salt Lake City, uh, Salt Lake City <laughs> at least... 14 students. All (laughs) over 18 have signed up for the class so far. The author's use of the prison. I can see you doing this. I can see you doing it up on the chalkboard. You know, all right. right. I think you're right. I Mm -hmm. think I do have dramatic pauses. Absolutely. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> True. It's usually because I can't find my place, frankly. And I'd, rather than saying um and ah, yeah. there's usually a little pause there yeah. ah, instead okay. of an um and ah. Sometimes a 20-second pause, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, now hear this. Yeah, there you go. On Rock 102. Thinking about a brand new kitchen or bath? Now's the perfect time to make it happen. Rock, it's 7.53 and Skinnered. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Mid-60s today with sun. He's going to do this all day. You realize this, <laughs> yeah. right? Now that you've pointed it out, he's going to make it even more precise. In <laughs> what way <laughs> the author's use of the, the prison... prison? <laughs> My hero. There you go. Del Close, as yeah, it turns out, the, yeah, the Del, actor, the, right? One of the uh, the founders of uh, Second City. Right. All right. Well, there you there go. There you go, man. Pr- proud to be associated with him. Now hear this. 
Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Great neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Well, we've got two different clips to start off with, both local flubs by TV personalities here in Western Mass. We'll start off with clip number one here. World-renowned organist Christopher Hollihan will perform at St. Andrew's Church in Longmeadow. One more time. It's right at the beginning here. Check it out. World-renowned organist Christopher Hollihan will perform at St. Andrew's Church in Longmeadow. That would be the organist. Organist. Right. Not the the organist. World-renowned organist Christopher Hollihan. Not an organist, an organist. I believe uh, she went to Westfield State as well. Ah. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, how would you pronounce like orgasm? I mean, that would be uh, that would be an uh, interesting question. Orgasm. <laughs> that's like, orgasm. Yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. World-renowned orgasm. <laughs> which, which actually could be a new term that you just coined. Could orgasm. Be. Yes. So a combination of two different things there. Right? What? What's two different things? Well, it's a gay orgasm. It's an orgasm. No, I was just no. saying the way she pronounced it. I know it. that, yeah. but I'm saying, in addition to that, you well, might have coined a new phrase. That's the hill you want to die on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. And local flub number two here. Starting supplies for indoors, a seedling tray with cells. And you'll also need some seed starting soil mix, lead lights, and of course... Got to get those lead lights. Those are heavy bastards. Yeah. <laughs> right. Carry them up out of the basement. Should be LED lights. If yes. I'm, right? Correct. Or L-E-A-D. Yes. Yeah. No, right. the, the lead lights I keep in my basement every spring. Every every <laughs> summer, I, every spring I bring them out. But they've been sitting in there since the fall. Well, LED lights, I, is, that's like an acronym for something. It's like, li- what is it, liquid something display? E- I, I'm not sure. I think it's liquid and then whatever, I don't know. whatever the E stands for. I don't know what it stands for, but I know it's not pronounced lead. One more time. <laughs> on that one here. Starting supplies for indoors, a seedling tray with cells. And you'll also need some seed starting soil mix, lead lights, and of course, seeds. Make sure you get those lead lights. Do we, do we know which local uh, <laughs> reporters uh, messed both these things up? Uh, the first one with the organist. Yes. Which is, a, which is, which is by the way, an organist that loves fresh, delicious, homegrown food mm-hmm. in his backyard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Farm to organ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, there's a co-op up in Northampton. He goes to. Uh, that was uh, Lucinda. What, what's her Pres- name? Priscilla Verde. Priscilla Lilla. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Her, right. And then the other one, I don't know who that was. All right. Yeah. I, I'm being told it's light-emitting diode LED okay. light. Oh, not, so okay, there you go. So, okay. Yeah. But not a lead light. Look at you learning new things this morning. I know. All of a sudden, I feel like I should be writing on Dixie Cups. Yes. <laughs> and finally, Jimmy Fallon on his late night show on Friday night, uh, talking about uh, Earth Day, which occurred this weekend, by the way, mm-hmm. in case you missed it. Apple announced that it is using more recycled materials to make its products than ever before. Yeah, recycled iPhones. Weird when you turn on your new iPhone and Siri says, I used to be a shake weight. Okay, that's, I don't know. <laughs> Had no idea. That's what happened to the iPhone. I celebrated Earth Day by burning a mattress and uh, <laughs> pouring motor oil down a storm drain. Smart. That's how you do it. That's how, that's how yeah. you save the Earth. Coming up next in the 102-second sports, more sound that you want to hear from Charles Barkley that's gone viral. Stay tuned. That's straight ahead on Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Just about 8-12. 
We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. What about mid-60s for the high today with lots of sunshine? There's lots of sunshine down in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. All right, rub it in. Yeah, rub it in. I will rub it in because Mm. uh, even the worst day there was still better than the best day here. (laughs) It was. uh, was But but isn't that true of any vacation? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you're not in your own setting. You're, you know, even if I go to, you know, Chester. Yeah. Massachusetts. People always ask me, so where you going on vacation? And yeah. my answer is always, does it really matter? Uh, mm-hmm. Hamden. I'm, I'm not I'll tell you where I'm not going. I'm not going to 45 Fisher Avenue, East Law Meadow, Massachusetts for a full week. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's how I felt about it. And uh, like I was telling you, I left here at like three. I, I did the thing at Mr. Whippy's over in Westfield, which was a very cool event. Uh, the mini golf and mm-hmm. the, uh, the go-karts and all that stuff. You've already sold the sizzle. Obviously had the kids with me, so they had a good time riding around on the go-karts and all that stuff. It was a pretty good event. So then we left right from there and then drove straight through, and everybody's like, you're crazy for driving all that way. It's really not that bad. It It's a long trip, and the worst part of it was the last two hours on the way home. Because you're so close, but yes. you're so tired. Mm-hmm. And a five-hour energy drink, uh, I drank half of it because I figured, well, if I only drink half of this, then I'll only be good for two and a half hours. Right. Well, plus, the, vac- that way. the vacation is over, too, at that point. So that's the other thing that's hanging over you. It, it's not really hanging over me. I I, I take uh, I maximize my vacations. I uh, get the best experience out of these things because I'm not doing what I normally do every day, which mm-hmm. is pretty much nothing mm-hmm. other than, you know, <laughs> carting kids around to different activities every day. Right. Uh, but it, it's a, it's a nice break. It's an, it's a nice it's nice to get away. And the I get, I'm going to retire down in that area. It, it's it's an absolutely beautiful area down there. It is. There. It is. Yeah. Um it's got there's this island that I I want to go to. It's called Dasfuski the Fuski the Dasfuski Dasfuski Island. Yeah. Right? John Mellencamp lives there. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. And really? it's only accessible by boat. It's mm-hmm. right across the uh what you call the sound. it? The sound. Oh, it's um, kind of like a, like in the Outer Banks, Okra Coke Islands the yes, same way. Yes. You got to take the ferry to get over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty much like that. It's just a beautiful area and mm-hmm. they're so like the 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 community down there is so focused on wildlife and yep. keeping things clean yep. there's not trash anywhere you don't see cigarette butts on the on the side of the road you don't see uh any uh, plastic bags flying around south carolina's a great place south carolina's a really cool yeah. state if I, I i agree with you i'd love to retire in that area as well it's not florida i'm not a big fan of florida south carolina though is pretty cool it is pretty cool. Uh, I did get to witness some of that good old-fashioned Southern racism while I was oh, there. Oh, did you? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the best kind, by the way. <clears throat> this was uh, actually on the island of Hilton Head, and uh, it was a Circle K. And uh, all the, they're all really, everything, all the gas stations are really nice down south. Mm-hmm. They're like impeccably clean. I mean, there's some along 95 which you wouldn't want to, you know, eat off the floor in. But right. Well, plus they have those drive-through uh, liquor stores too. It's like a, a, a U shape where you just drive into the U, kind of like a car wash looking thing, and then they yeah. lo- load you up with liquor. Yeah, they don't they don't have those on Hilton Head. Okay, I've seen those in North Carolina. Yeah, but, yeah, but right. they do have them in in different states. I've, yep. I've seen. I think well, it's called the drive the brew through brew through. That's oh, yeah. what it is. It's awesome. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for anyone who thinks, well, you're you're promoting drinking and driving. No, no, you're not. Really. Really? No. Not at all. It's just a way of picking up a, a case on the run. A different way of buying booze. Yeah. So I go to the Circle K, and uh, there was a uh, a man there who was obviously some sort of 
I don't know, landscaper or something. He got out of his big landscaping truck and uh, he was he was pumping his gas. And then he comes back in the store and I, I enter the store at the at this transaction that he's having with this clerk. And he's a uh, he's Latino. He's I don't know I don't know what his nationality is, but he's he's uh, he's got darker skin. He's he clearly with the way he speaks, it sounds like he's some maybe Mexican or something like that. Hispanic, okay. yeah, Hispanic. And then he uh, he says something, and then she says or he must have asked for like a pack of cigarettes or something, and she goes, "Date of birth, please." And then he like takes a second, and she goes, "Date of birth." Listen, I know you were just in here, but I need your date of birth, and you people need to understand Yo, what date oh of birth boy. means. Old you people. I got to learn gringo and all that other stuff. Oh, really? You got to learn what date of birth means. Wow. And, like, you felt like, uh, there's a there's a subreddit on Reddit called Watch People Die Inside. <laughs> you could have watched this guy. Uh, he's obviously being humiliated right. in the whole thing, and he grabs his stuff and just hops out the door. This lady turns around and goes, and by the way, welcome to Circle K, everybody. I didn't get a chance to greet each and every one of you walking through the door because I was handling this guy. Wow. Sounds like she's got some issues. Yeah, she's yeah, got I'll, issues. I'll say she's got some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that was a that was a pretty interesting <laughs> nice. uh, thing. Uh, the thing I, I really like about the area is the way they they disguise everything. Like you don't know, there's Walmart. There's a Walmart. There's they have everything you could need: a Walgreens, a CVS, Starbucks, all right. of that stuff. They have everything you need on the island, but you can't tell it's there when you're driving down the road. You have to use your GPS for almost everything to find the entrances to these places. Because they don't want any like any uh, commercial stain on the view. Well, yeah, and they're really they're really uptight about making sure the place is clean. The mm-hmm. wild, they're huge on wildlife down there. Like you're not like like there's sand dollars. I didn't see any, but apparently I think there's certain times of the year where there's sand dollars all over the mm-hmm. beach. You can't touch one of those. It's like a punishable by jail, uh, really, and fines if you take a live sand dollar mm-hmm. off the beach. It's it's illegal. Yep. About the rip off. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so you know you go, you want to find a grocery store, a Walmart. You pump, punch it in the GPS. Now you're driving down. They have this. The main route through the island, which is the William Hilton Parkway. Right. There's two versions of it. One's like a local version and one's the express version to get to the other side quickly. Um, But it's all just trees and palm trees and weeping willows and all the good things that, you know, come along with the South Carolina, uh, uh, you know, view, background, I guess you would call it. Okay. Scenery. And um, you're driving down the road and and you see this little sign outside that says Walmart that way. And you drive through this like almost forest to get to it, <laughs> and even in the parking lot of the Walmart, you can't tell you're in a Walmart parking lot until you actually walk in the store. And then you go, like, "Oh yeah," because like zoning, it's right. like up up in the Adirondacks, it's similar. Like if there's a McDonald's in the Adirondacks, yeah. it has to blend in with the, the the natural beauty of the Adirondacks. I see no problem with yeah, that. Right? I mean, if I you agree. Drive down on Riverdale Street in West Springfield. It's nothing but sign after sign. No, just- absolutely not. I find the West Springfield all those. Like the like like Dicks, for example, yeah, that that blends into the uh, into the environment. <laughs> Dicks and Hooters and Longhorns, absolutely, they get an obsession over in that town. Um, Hooters, yeah, right, uh, yeah. It's, it's I I really think they should start doing that around here mm-hmm. and 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 
making these places so it doesn't look so tacky. Well, well some some towns around here, like you were to start a business, there's a like there are some, and I'm not gonna say which towns. But I think if you own a business, you know what I'm talking about. There are some businesses that are very very specific to the size of your sign, mm-hmm. how high it can be, sure. uh, how high it can be displayed, and uh, and for that reason alone, for some God knows reason, some of those towns appear to be somewhat anti-business. But here you're saying they're not anti-business. They're just anti-you finding them. Yes, that's exactly what it is. They want you to be able to enjoy the scenery around you versus the ugliness of what a Walmart would normally look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, those are breathtaking stores. Yeah, they're breathtaking. And I'm sure in South Carolina, yeah. the uh, the people watching at a South Carolina Walmart must be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, even we went into Savannah again uh, for the day. Beautiful, yeah. by the that's way. That's another that's another great city. Love the trees in the downtown. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Just driving the city streets, you feel like you're in another <laughs> country for crying out loud. Back back in the mid nineties, my sister moved to Atlanta. And when I went down to visit her for the first time, I'm like, eh, this ain't the South. This is just plaza after plaza and, and <laughs> right. home development after home development because it was such a sprawling metro area. And yep. now you wouldn't even recognize it from 25, 30 years ago, sure. uh, what it used to look like. And you, you get disoriented because there's so many different you know places around. I thought that's what the I'm like that's what the South is until you go to like a place like Savannah. That's when you can really see yep. the antebellum and the you know the yep. weeping willows and sure. all that all that, all that good stuff. The inappropriate makes, statues, the uh, <laughs> everything, the racist Circle <laughs> yeah. K clerks. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like that's what you. That's what I came down to see. I came down to see you yell at a Mexican <laughs> for getting his date of birth wrong. <laughs> My goodness, what what lovely racism you have here. Grab the camera. I was waiting for him to say, "Do you were you even born here?" You know that that was the kind of did anyone accuse you of being a Yankee? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, well, it was funny because she she then says, "Welcome to Circle K, everybody." I didn't have time to greet y'all when he came in, and I'm like, "I'm from New England. Nobody says hi to us anyway, so it doesn't really matter." Yeah, how many times? It was only like what? We go to Pride, they say hi to you when you walk into a Pride store. We do. Sometimes they do, but like nobody, and you know, they take your groceries, they take your groceries out to the parking lot for you. And, uh, you know, the first time I experienced that was the guys, the kids taking my groceries. I'm like, whoa, whoa, where are you going? He's like, I'm taking them out to your car, sir. (laughs) And I'm like, listen, I'm from New England, uh. Usually, when somebody grabs our stuff, we think you're robbing us. Like that's that's the kind of you're hospitality. Anytime I go to the Circle K up here, it's like uh, you're lucky if it, if they say anything to you. Like they even acknowledge you're there. It's yeah. just like yes, that'll be five to fifty, no. please. It's a different world down there. The uh, the one I the, the one thing I did see driving home because we drove home during the day on Saturday uh, to get uh, to get home, and as soon as you cross into Virginia, there's this giant barn with a big billboard on it. That says, God bless President Trump, uh, re-elect 2020. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you might want to change the 20 to the 24 now because I think that's what you're trying to get at. Right. Like, like you put all that effort into it. Why not put more effort into it and correct the date of the sign? Because the election's over, so... Wouldn't you want to promote the next one? You would think so, but many people are still holding on. I guess so, but... I could see if you held on to the next one and then change yeah. the numbers but on I think, it. That's all you got to do. But I think some of these people are the kind of people that will never let go. 
Yes, also. but you've put all that effort into it. Why wouldn't you just change the last two numbers of the thing to make it 2024? You don't have to change mm-hmm. the whole thing. Sure. You can just change that one portion of it. <laughs> and I don't know what you guys are talking about here in even Western Mass. You get welcome to Moe's. When you walk in there, you get a nice greeting when you go to Moe's Southwest Grill. I, uh, I got a... I got a greeting that started with an H and ended with a ho. I'll, I'll give you five bucks. Deal. It's eight twenty four with back Steve and Dave and Rock one hundred two. GG Inks screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the imro dot com. Eight thirty one. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's uh, Dave Coombs. So, Chicopee police looking for the public's assistance in identifying a man in possession of an altered Connecticut identification card. According to the Chicopee Police Department, the ID card had the real ID information of another individual on it. However, the photo was altered to be that of the male suspect they're looking for. Hmm. Police said it's believed that the suspect has left the area in a black 2022 Lexus SUV with New York plates. Can now, you imagine if they, uh, if if the police always put out a bolo for anyone who used a fake ID? Right. What well, the ironic piece is, it's the real ID. It's the thing that they've been pressing. Uh, everybody's got to get one of these if you want to fly federally. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Why? Well, because you can't really you can't really duplicate them. Y- yes, you. Yes, can. you can. You obviously can. Well, it doesn't say what he's been using this for. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in the article does it say. Maybe that's sort of privileged information from the police department in their efforts to capture this maybe guy. Maybe he was know. trying to pretend he was 25 and mm-hmm. saving money on his car insurance. Could be. Your Geico thing, you mean? Oh, that's an old fallacy. Oh, no, no. is it? Is it? Yeah. You have kids. You know how much your insurance <laughs> policy is. The Hampton County Courthouse, still under siege. The Roderick... Ireland Courthouse has the mold, has all the problems, 500 people still working there, but now they have apparently a deal in place to study what it would take to move the courthouse to a new location. They've hired a consultant. There's a site assessment and feasibility study going on. Well, I think you know, for all the times that we've said, you know, this is a big waste of time to have an additional study, mm-hmm. at least they're talking about alternate sites. And if that's the case, if you're going to move this to another location, then yes, having a uh, a consultant work on alternate sites, I think is appropriate because you cannot, you, you know, you, you can't just tear this thing down mm-hmm. and build it in its place. I mean, maybe you can, but I don't think that's going to be a particularly... Uh, you know, f- financially feasible way of doing it. They may need to go to a different location, right? But hopefully, something that's a little bit safer to breathe in. Mm-hmm. Well, they could use uh, they could use it for a science class field trip. You remember, you used to grow mold on the bread in the science class. Yeah, and I do. They, uh, then you used to study the spores and sure. all that stuff. They oh could, yeah, they could do that. You could say, hey, uh, let's go put your legal briefs into a room and see how long it takes for mold to start growing. And once you leave, we will uh, we will power wash you to make sure that you're not contaminated for other people to, and, and to the, deal with. And then when you get a horrible disease, uh, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> then this this conversation never happened. Yeah, it must have been must have been your school that was causing that problem. A family in the South Shore of Boston, Kingston to be exact, scoring a big payday over 5 million dollars all because their house got hit by too many golf balls. 
700 of them to be exact over the years. Broken windows, dented siding, gunshots sounding, golf balls hitting their house at all hours of the day, and their children endangered by it as well. Did the uh, golf course get built after they moved into this house? It doesn't talk about the timing of that. The couple decided to pursue legal action and sued their neighbors at the Indian Pond Country Club in Kingston, and a jury sided with the family, awarding them $3.5 million for damages and emotional and mental suffering, and also an additional amount of money with interest for other issues as well. Their kids had to wear helmets when playing outside in the yard. Golf balls were splashing into the pool all the time. And apparently they had enough evidence that the court said, yep. And I mean, you would think that if you buy a house near a golf course, but maybe their house was built afterward. And by the way, (laughs) the golf course had to relocate the 15th tee. So this yeah. wouldn't you know, happen I, anymore. I, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, if you if you buy a piece of property that is on the that overlooks the fairway of a golf course, mm-hmm. you have to expect that errant balls are going to be flying into your backyard. The court didn't agree. Bax, they gave this family money, a lot of it. Mm. Athena and Eric Tensar are photographed with nearly 700 golf balls. That was part of their plea in front of the jury yeah i'd be look this is what we've faced this is the amount of golf balls we've been hit by i'd be selling those balls yeah no kidding i'd be taking them out and bringing them down to the the corner you know because you're obviously probably in a gated community right so you're gonna have to go outside but put them on the side of the road well a dozen golf balls for five bucks they can now they can they can add to their winnings and and you know they're probably good balls too yeah actually if i'm not mistaken and I, i can't say for sure this is the case if I'm not mistaken, there's like a house on uh, on Dwight Road across, you know, like that goes down like uh, Franconia mm-hmm. from from, you know, yeah. from Longmeadow into Springfield. Right. That sells balls that must have been hit in the, yeah. for, in, into their backyard. Well, I was wondering where the top locations here around Western Mass and maybe even Northern Connecticut would be where houses are d- damaged by golf balls. I don't know if they're damaged, uh, not damaged by golf balls. I thought you were going to ask where can you pick up golf balls. Right, right on Route 20 in Westfield, there's yeah. always somebody always. going through the, the side of the road by Tacoa yeah. to pick up those golf uh-huh. balls that are on the side of the road, and I think the guy sells them. I think he turns around and sells them yeah. somewhere. Why not? The first th- the first time I took golf lessons was at Tacoa. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. I hit I hit the the <laughs> I hit the street. I hit the clubhouse. I think I hit yeah. other golfers. I was uh, I was a menace. You know what my favorite pastime is? Uh, finding these nice sunny days and driving by a golf course, and right when somebody's in mid swing, you just lay on the horn. That oh, that's you. That does that. That's me that it's does you. that. Yeah, he's not the only one. I scared the crap out of these two old guys about five years ago. Right over here. Right. What's this road here? What's this one? Right. At, it's Westwood. And then, West, yeah, yeah, Westwood. No, is it? Oh yeah, it's Westwood. This yeah. is Fisher. Yeah. Westwood. And right, as you go the back, what is that? Franconi. That's Franconi. Yes. Yeah. So the back end of Franconi. Oh, yeah. is two old guys standing there, and I. <laughs> I even had the, I had a little Toyota, so it wasn't even like a you know big horn. Oh yeah, and I just went, and then you could see the guy going, "Why you little?" <laughs> I 
love I that. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, that's right next to the fifth green and the sixth tee. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a good uh, Muni. I have no idea. That's so. a good Muni course. You really want to have fun? Go, yeah. to, have fun, go yeah. to some of your private courses and do it. Now oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, go to Great Horse and do that. Yeah, well, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. We should do there, that. There was a great story a few years Drive ago. Drive past it every single day. Yeah. Uh, of a of a woman, I think at a golf course in Cape Cod, who hit a hole in one because she plunked it off a car driving by, and then it ricocheted and went in the hole for a hole-in-one. Fantastic story. Hey, you still score it that way, never, right? Never, Absolutely. Never tell me the odds, Dave. <laughs> if, but, he, but he knows them. He does. I do not. I, do <laughs> I not saw it on a Dixie Cup one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll deliver the odds yeah. with a big pause in it, if you like. No, well. that's okay. <laughs> Don't just oh, turn it, it up. Is. you got to turn it up. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize you had yeah, it. Okay, this yes. is it. In... What way <laughs> does the author's use of the prison of the chalk, love the chalk, symbolize the protagonist's struggle? There you and go. Yes. How does this relate? To our discussion of the uses of irony. Good question. You Good were in, question. You were in Ferris Bueller all That's those it. years ago. Hey, if you have a fear of the dentist, this could add to your nightmares. Last month, a guy named Tom Josie in Illinois headed to the dentist for a routine trip to get his teeth worked on. He's getting a tooth filled when he was told he swallowed the dentist drill bit. Now, I don't know why this doesn't happen more often, by the way. I mean, I'm always fearing that that's going to happen when I'm at the dentist. How do they stop themselves from dropping stuff into your gullet? Well, they have uh, they have the assistant uh, doing the the sucker thing. Yeah, the sucker thing is always Suck there. Suck the thing right out of your mouth. Yeah. The, <laughs> the medical team at Aurora Medical Center, Kenosha, in Wisconsin, able to reach the drill piece and pull it out without harming the patient. And uh, this guy says he keeps the drill bit on a shelf at home. So. In other words, if the patient swallows something like that, it becomes his. He can keep it. That's the part that's interesting well, to how me. Did, how did they retrieve it? Says they were able to pull it out. I don't know how. It doesn't oh, say. I don't know. Like maybe it was the suction device. Does that, that work for hookers too? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you swallow it. You own it now. <laughs> Here's a great. You st- can pay the child support. <laughs> Here's a great story out of Tennessee where a gas station had its pumps programmed wrong with a misplaced decimal. Instead oh my of God. Yeah, instead of 449 a gallon, it was 0.449 per gallon. Oh, I like that that's, idea. That's better than being $40 a gallon. Five hours of gas fill-ups occurred before one honest guy finally went yeah. in. And- one, ru- one guy who ruined it for, for everybody, everybody else. What a jerk that guy yeah. is. Uh, this guy, by the way, filled up and it sh- showed a total of $5.64 for 12 and a half gallons of gasoline. <laughs> oh, my God. This customer, Henry DeHart, was honest. He went inside and yeah. alerted the owner. Uh, you know, the thing I don't get is it went on for five hours. Mm-hmm. That means that nobody at the, no clerk, because you can see the numbers, how yeah. much people are pumping when you're in there. They have a whole monitoring system in sure, there. Sure, sure. You're not saying to yourself, gee, uh, everybody's uh, paying less than $10 and they're yeah. standing there for a very long time. But, uh, but you don't but you don't know much about the clerk, you know, their yeah. age, their experience sure. at this place. Could have been like their first week on the job and yep. didn't even realize 
that, that you could even monitor that stuff. I uh, I, I became uh, somewhat familiar with the uh, the rest stops of the South. Uh, pilots are pretty huge. Pilots are real yep. big. Uh, yep. Flying Jays. Oh, yep. that's, that's another yep. one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that looks the most impressive, but they aren't open yet. But they've been open for a long time in like Texas and Alabama. Is Bucky's. B u c c dash e e s, and it's this big beaver on the, as the as the hmm. mascot. Sure. So we drove because my sister was like, "Hey, if you if you run across a Bucky's, make sure you stop in a Bucky's, right?" Hmm. Well, you drive into this place, and they're they're. What I found out later is they're not opening until next month. Okay. But they're giant convenience stores. It's like the size of a Walmart. Nice. Yeah. And there's must be a hundred gas pumps outside. For cars and trucks and everything else, mm-hmm. it's like one giant fueling station. I want to go to that. Hell yeah. Yeah, gas stations are like party locations in the South, right? Well, we need to take some uh, some lessons for some of like the food selections and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. the Wawa's of the South. Mm-hmm. Wawa's Those, are good. Yep. But, they, some them, but some of them truck stops. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the in the South yeah. and, and Midwest. You go. You want to talk about you know strapping on the old feed bag and chowing down? Oh yeah, a truck stop. Yeah, a good one. Yeah, where it's like the the, the crappy ones. You don't see that many trucks. Yeah, they only there just for you know for the bathroom and for a shower. Right. But the one where it's miles and miles of trucks surrounding it, yep. that's where you want to go eat. Well, it slows you down if you're on a trip somewhere too, because you spend like an hour and a half in there. Sure. Oh, we did. We stopped at uh, Pedro, uh, south oh, yeah. of the border. Sure. We go to we go to south. We stop both mm-hmm. ways. Once on the way down yep. and once on the way back. Sure. And the only reason why we stopped on the way back was because we stopped so early in the morning that the only only the gas station was open to that south of the border mm-hmm. place, the big Pedro statue and all that stuff. Sure. Right. Not racist at all. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I never saw such a place. You know. Uh, so we stopped there and then uh, my 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 oldest daughter says uh, hey dad can i get some of these and they were the little boxes of the snappers you know the snappers yes, that you throw on the, the ground, ground and explode and they, and they yeah. make make a little explosion and i'm yep. like yeah sure go ahead get those i used to love those things mm-hmm. you know so she got a box of them and then we get all the way down to south carolina and we're in the parking garage port i i, I bought a timeshare off of of a buddy of mine that's where we stayed mm-hmm. and the building, it's like three floors, and in, it's four floors. The, four, the the bottom floor is actually an open-air parking garage mm-hmm. with the rest of the building on top. So then my daughter says, hey, can I throw one of these? And I go, yeah, sure, go ahead. Oh. I'm thinking it's going to be like a little pop, you know? Yeah. This thing sounded like a stick of dynamite went off <laughs> in this. Obviously exacerbated by the, by the, by the uh, parking garage mm-hmm. portion where it echoed. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, don't do that again. Like, don't throw one of those. (laughs) So then we stopped on the way back, and I said to the guy, uh, I said, uh, listen, I thought these were like little tiny ones. This thing was loud. And he goes, oh, you got the big ones. Mm -hmm. He's like, you want the small ones over there. And I'm like, no, I want 10 boxes of those big ones. (laughs) So I got 10 boxes of the big ones, and I brought them home. And that was at Pedro's, too. That was a fireworks superstore. It's like walking into a... Like a Caldor filled with there's fireworks. A, there's a there's a place in uh, in Westbound in Indiana on I ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right off the highway. You can't miss it. It's it's a it's a fireworks store, but it's on the on the side of it says fireworks 
martial arts supplies. Nice. So you can you can buy bombs, yeah. nunchucks, and throwing stars wow. all in one stop. That's great. Yeah. Great place. That is a great place. Great place. They ought to add booze, too. Make it Come a real on, party. that's irresponsible. <laughs> okay. It's 846 with back Steve and Dave on Rock.